from WIS Politics in Madison. You're listening to Capital Chats. Hello, everybody. I'm Adam Kellenhofer with WISPolitics.com, here with a Capital Chats episode brought to you by Spectrum. I'm joined in the office today by my colleague, Kate Morton, to talk about an interview she just did with Senator Kelda Royce. She is a Democrat from Madison. So, Kate, what did you talk about? Well, Adam, Senator Royce and I talked a little bit about some of the issues that the university system is facing, and we also talked a little bit about the UW System free speech survey that was recently released. Well, let's just hear it then. So thanks for joining me. I just wanted to get into some questions related to the <laughs> UW system and some other education-related things. Uh, so to start off, you know, as you know, the UW system recently released a survey on free expression. Uh, you spoke about that at a recent event, and the survey found students who identified as Republicans were more likely to feel pressured to agree with professors than Democrats. Uh, there were some concerns before that survey was released that it would be used for political purposes. So I'm just wondering, are you concerned about any of that pot potentially happening? Well, I think it is important to note the context, which is that this uh, you know, survey was foisted upon UW systems by right-wing billionaires who have spent billions of dollars to advance their right-wing political agenda. Um, so that is that's the context in which this is all happening. <clears throat> but you know, more broadly, I think um, even though the survey was really primed to uh, get you know get a result that um, would show some kind of a bias. I, I thought it was really remarkable because uh, the study showed that, you know, professors overwhelmingly um, encourage students to explore a wide variety of viewpoints. And, um, you know, that was the overwhelming response is that the UW is doing its job in helping students sift and winnow. Okay. And do you have any concerns that uh, I guess your Republican <clears throat> colleagues might use this uh, to inspire legislation. There were some bills introduced last session kind of related to um, certain teachings in the university system, for example. Yeah, it is of great concern. When you look around the country, you see Republican politicians introducing bills that I think are very scary, you know, trying to take books out of libraries, trying to restrict what teachers are allowed to teach, even trying to restrict what university professors can discuss with their students. All of these are direct attacks on the First Amendment. And it is very scary because we can't have a functional democracy if people are not allowed to freely express and explore ideas. So what would you say was your main takeaway from that survey? And do you think that there's anything the UW system could do differently moving forward to kind of foster freedom of expression? I, I think, you know, for me, the biggest takeaway is that the vast majority of students found, um, you know, like I think almost 85% said that in the classes where viewpoint diversity is relevant for the class, that they felt instructors encourage students to explore a wide variety of viewpoints. Um, and that to me is what the university should be doing. And, and the legislature should not be an arm of censorship, uh, nor should the university. And um, I think the good news is that that is not happening now, but the troubling trend is looking around the country at GOP efforts to try to use government 
to restrict free speech. So you're on the Universities and Revenue Committee. Uh, what do you think <clears throat> some of the main priorities for lawmakers should be when it comes to the university system during this legislative session? And do you have any specific goals uh, regarding the university system? Certainly. The university system is by far the biggest economic driver in our state. Um, every dollar that we spend on higher ed and on UW gets returned over 20-fold uh, to our economy. So uh, we have a situation where the university has been underfunded systematically for decades, and we need to use some of the huge $7 billion and counting surplus that we have to make those critical generational investments so that UW can continue to be such a huge economic engine for our state. And are there any investments do you think should be prioritized in particular? Well, <clears throat> I think a couple of things. I mean, number one, the physical plants and buildings in the university are not adequate to meet the demand of students today. So we have a lot of buildings that have reached the end or even far beyond their expected lifespan um, or are just uh, not conducive for students to do their best learning. And, you know, I think about the engineering building. You know, the UW has one of the finest engineering programs in the world. Uh, there's almost unlimited demand for engineers, and yet we're so limited on how many students we can educate because we don't have the space for them. And that's true in all kinds of fields. So we have to make sure that the buildings, um, you know, certainly in my district in Madison, but also around the state, are able to meet the demand. You know, I think about nursing and healthcare workers. Again, an area where there's almost unlimited demand and we just don't have the capacity to teach them. Um, and secondarily, college access and affordability. Um, UW-Madison has the Badger Promise, which allows uh, students from modest means to attend the university uh, without having to bear that tuition cost. And we wanna make sure that that's true at all UW system schools. So that should be fully funded. You know, the, the promise of growing up in Wisconsin is that if you do well, you should be able to go to the UW one system school and money shouldn't be a barrier to that. So those I think are, are two core priorities that I have. Okay, and kind of going off of those economic issues, uh, the UW system recently announced that UW Platteville Richland would be transitioning to online learning only due to <laughs> low enrollment. Uh, do you think that that was the right decision or could more have been done to prevent that from happening? I think that was a train set in motion under Scott Walker's administration uh, a long time ago. And it certainly was not an inevitability. It happened because there was a concerted effort to try to undermine um, some campuses, including Richland Center. And so, you know, when it came time for them to be able to have recruiters, uh, they they were denied. And I think if you talk to people in that community and on that campus, they'll talk about all the efforts that they went to and they've really fell on deaf ears at uh, UW systems. And so, you know, this is this is a uh, the result of decisions that were made intentionally uh, under the previous administration. What I wanna do is make sure that this doesn't happen again to any future campus. It is really important that all of our uh, UW system schools, whether they're satellites or two years, 
um, or whether it's the flagship, that they have the resources that they need to succeed because access to higher education is really important, not just for uh, young people who go to Madison, but for young people all over the state and for adults who wanna continue their education. We need to make sure that these schools are supported and thriving and that they have the resources they, they need to meet the demand uh, for higher education throughout our state. So what do you think could be done to prevent that kind of thing from happening to other campuses in the future? There needs to be a funding commitment, both from the state and from UW systems to say, we don't wanna lose any of our campuses. It's important for people in every single part of the state to have the benefit of UW campus uh, in their community or nearby or somewhere they can easily travel to. And, um, you know, that that takes some money, yes, but it also takes a political will and a commitment. And unfortunately, this is another area where we have seen Republican efforts uh, by some, certainly not by all, but some politicians to undermine uh, UW campuses and especially satellite campuses or and two-year schools and really wanting to force closures and uh, do consolidation in the name of efficiency. To my mind, that would be a disastrous decision for our economy. When you think about the workforce shortages that we're having, and you think about our economic performance compared to our peer states like Minnesota that are really investing in higher ed, that would be a really stupid decision economically. Okay, well, I guess to wrap up the conversation, is there anything more that you'd like to add about any of those issues or your priorities coming up related to them? Well, the university is such an important institution for our state. And um, it, it's great to see that despite efforts to the contrary, that UW is doing a great job. Um, and despite it, the funding constraints that they've been operating under, um, certainly for the since the Walker era and even beforehand. I think now we have this historic opportunity with our seven plus billion dollar surplus to really fund the university as it deserves and make sure that the next several generations of Wisconsinites can benefit from the Wisconsin idea. Okay, well, thank you for joining me today and for all your comments. My pleasure, thanks for having me. Yep, thank you. Well, Kate, thanks for bringing us that interview with Senator Royce. It'll be interesting to see how the UW system moves forward with campus free speech. And if our listeners want to read more about that free speech survey, they can head over to our website at wispolitics.com. But for now, I'm Adam Kelnoffer. I'm Kate Morton. Thanks for tuning in to Wispolitics Capital Chats, brought to you by Spectrum.